Are you tired of conflict, drama, fighting, and people problems? Are you ready to learn the simple skills to improve all your relationships and make them thrive? Well, it's easier than you think. Relationship Radio brings you practical advice to be your best and improve your life. We break down the complicated problems and make them simple and easy. And when you know better, you can do better. Here are Master Life Coaches Nicole Cunningham and Kim Giles. Welcome to Relationship Radio, where we make healthy relationships simple and easy so you can know better and do better. I'm Nicole Cunningham. And I'm Kim Giles. We're so happy you're joining us today. Yeah, so I'm actually, I'm, I'm with us today from Idaho, so it's beautiful outside, the weather's changing, we're starting to do more things as families, and so we thought this was going to be a really relevant topic, Kim, for all our listeners this week, why aren't we happier in our relationships? I think this is something that every single relationship hits at some point, Kim, that we think, you know what, we thought it was the right person, or you know, it is the, it is the right person, and really life isn't too bad, but why can't we get it together? Well, you know, I I actually am working on an article for next week this morning, Nicole, and and what I'm writing about is being happy when you're single. And what what I kept thinking about all morning is actually happiness isn't about being in a relationship or out of a relationship. Happiness really can't depend on any of those factors. It has to be something that comes from inside you. And one of the problems you and I see in a lot of relationships is they get together and then they both really make the other person responsible for their happiness. And as Mm. soon as we do that, you know what? We're both unhappy because we really can't make someone else in charge of our happiness. It has to come from us. That's so true. I think there's so much hidden expectation when we're in relationships, whether they're new ones or whether they're old ones, you know, and they've been there in marriage for a long time. There's a lot of unwritten communication that actually happens, which, and and part of that can actually be that, you know, you are responsible for keeping me happy and and therefore this is your to-do list every day and your task is to get it done. And it's really unhealthy. It sets us up to fail. And I think more importantly, uh, it sets the relationship up to fail. If we're really serious about longevity and and creating healthy relationships in our life, we have to be 100% accountable for us being our best. And happiness is a big part of that. Yeah, Nicole, you talk a lot about those unwritten contracts, and and I'd like to give everybody an example of one of those. See, a lot of people, when they, they get into a relationship without telling their partner that this is the rule, they have decided that you are now in charge of validating me and making me feel good about myself, and, and I am expecting you to provide that for me, and it it's almost happening at the subconscious level. Not only does, is your partner not aware of it, but you might not really be aware of it either. That you That is what you're expecting coming into this relationship. Well, because it's never been voiced specifically that way, your partner doesn't realize that that is now their job. And so the chances are pretty good they're going to fail at doing it. And then you're going to be disappointed with them. And And I really find disappointment is often the poison that just kills a lot of relationships because I had this idea that this is how you were going to treat me. Our life would look like this. This is what would make me happy. And you didn't do it. So I'm now disappointed in you and the relationship. And it's really a fear of loss problem. We talk a lot about fear of loss on the show, but it's, it's the beginning of total relationship breakdown when we've got these hidden contracts that, that haven't been voiced. We can fix all of that pretty simply, though, Nicole, if we start owning responsibility for our, our own happiness. And you and I say this a lot. The number one thing you can do to make your relationships more healthy is to work on yourself, work on your own happiness and self-esteem. Yeah, so I think the self-esteem is a really big one because I think a lot of us, another example of those hidden contracts we were talking about is that idea that, well, you're just going to take care of me and and I, I, my life is going to be easier because of you. Well, the reality is, is that confidence and self-confidence, it's a, it's a total work in progress. And as a result of that, it's something that you have to be constantly working on to 
to, to really constantly feel good about yourself. So let's give, I, I think this is going to be a show that people can actually take notes with. We're going to give a whole bunch of, a ton of ideas today of, of how you can actually work on that self-esteem and feel happier. So let's get into some of these ways because there are main causes of this self-esteem breakdown. Yeah, actually, I what I was hoping we could do today is talk about the four main reasons that we're unhappy. And if any of these are going on inside of you, you probably are struggling with some happiness and your relationships are probably taking a toll because of it. So the number one cause of unhappiness is low self-esteem or the fear of failure, the fear that I might not be good enough. And when you are struggling with a lot of that fear, you compare yourself with other people, you're haunted by insecurity, you have a lot of negative thoughts about yourself, you see other people as better than you, and you're so needy. You're so needy for validation all the time, confirming that you have some worth. So we, we've kind of mentioned this one already, but I think it's the biggest one, don't you, Nicole? I agree. And when we're talking about this impacting relationships, I just want to mention that this kind of low self-esteem that you aren't good enough can spark unhealthy behaviors like suspicion and jealousy and comparison to other and fault finding in your partner. So I think these are really relevant. If you can own it today, listening to the show saying, you know what, I have a little bit of jealousy or I find myself checking, wanting to check my partner's phone. This is all about you not being good enough. This is your stuff, not the relationship's stuff necessarily. Yeah. And I think the other one that's really important, Nicole, that we talk about is when you, when you have a lot of fear that you're not enough, you probably at the subconscious level, look for faults in everybody around you and especially your partner, because this is one of the basic tendencies of human nature. We call it the shame and blame game that when you experience a lot of shame or fear that you're not enough, you always look for blame. You look for bad in other people because if you can focus on the bad in them and they're the bad one, you think subconsciously that makes you the good one and that you can feel better about yourself. So if you're critical, if you're easily offended, if you fault find and nitpick your spouse, I want you to understand the reason that some of that bad behavior comes out is really all driven by the fear that you might not be enough. Um, Nicole, what are some of the shapes that especially battle this one? So I want to say that, that the arrows and the, the crosses and the diamonds and the squares and the octagons are really the ones who struggle most with comparison to others who are then more likely to actually cast that other person as the villain as this self-protective mechanism. Oh, okay. So yeah. guys... Please, when you listen to our show, be open to just kind of check yourself for some of this stuff. We really believe every single person on the planet is battling fear that they might not be good enough to some degree every day. And I think if you really step back, you you can see that you battle some of that too. And it creates some unhappiness and it cre- can create that conflict in your relationship. Now, the second cause of unhappiness is dissatisfaction with your life, with what's happening in your life. So I want you to ask yourself, do you ever feel like life's been unfair? Have you been gypped? Have you been cheated? Have you been taken from? Do you feel walked on or mistreated? Are you just depressed or discouraged that your life is is not what you wanted it to be? And how much does that feeling of loss or, or the feeling, you know, that oh, I'm, I haven't gotten what I wanted, that dissatisfaction make you grouchy in your relationships. Now, this is a big relationship issue for the following shapes, the squares, crosses, and rectangles. Now, the reason this is so influential for these um, shapes and, and the reason the impact their relationships in such a big way, Kim, is because these guys have really strong ideas about what they think should happen. They're really strategic. They spend a lot of time planning and researching. They know what they want in their life. They're not waiting around for the wind to take them somewhere. They're really intentional. So when they don't get their way, they can often project that disappointment and that frustration onto their spouse and make them feel the spouse feel as if they're not good enough but really they're actually just unhappy within themselves 
themselves about their own circumstances. So this is one that we see a lot in coaching is where a couple comes to us and they're one of these shapes and the other person's being made to feel as if they are not good enough and not making them happy. Whereas really, whether they were with that person with another person, it wouldn't really change. So this is where, you know, if you are one of those shapes, look at this. And if you don't, if you're not familiar with the shapes yet or you don't know who the shapes are who are in your relationships, make sure you get onto our website, 12shapes.com. Take the 12-shape uh, assessment there. It only takes five minutes and it will tell you everything you need to know about the dynamics in every one of your relationships. Okay, and Nicole, we are also going to talk today on the show about how to pull yourself out of fear that you're not good enough or this dissatisfaction or fear of loss around your life. We're going to get there. So everybody hold on. If you're thinking, great, I have that. Now what? We're <laughs> going to give you some solutions. They're coming. Okay. Third cause of unhappiness in your life and your relationships is fear about either the future or the past. Now, let me explain. You can have fear about the past. And what that looks like is that you're haunted with guilt, shame, regret, or grief over all the things in your past that you did or didn't do or weren't right. And we can really carry a lot of grief about those things, which is a, such a shame because we're wasting today feeling pain over stuff that is long gone, that doesn't need to be in our life anymore. But but we do it. Or we, we're worried. We're worried all the time about stuff that might happen in the future. And Nicole, how sad is that, that we waste today having all this pain about things that either are in the past or might not even come to pass. Now let's talk about the shapes that, that project this onto their relationships. Now, a lot of the time, this is actually the, the shapes that are on the task line. So this is the arrows, the diamonds, and the ovals. Now, the reason this matters so much is these shapes like to be productive. They like to get things done. So like those shapes on the things line, they're clear about what they want, but they also can get attached to the timelines and the way that those things show up and change in their life. So that kind of projected expectation can cause a lot of of anxiety, which is, is this whole fear around the future. So sometimes uh, the spouses that are actually married to these shapes on the task line, they'll often come into the office and say, I just feel like I'm just the back carriage of this train and I don't know where the train's going, but it's bolting and we're going somewhere, but, but she's grumbling or he's grumbling the whole time because we're not there yet and I'm just trying to look out the window and enjoy it. Oh, I, we do. We see that all the time. You know, I actually had a client yesterday, Nicole, who was saying, I'm, I'm haunted every day by all of these choices I made in my past that I think I made wrong. I think I studied the wrong thing in college. I think I married the wrong person. I think I went into the wrong career and I can't change any of it. And, and it's just eating me alive. And it was really fun to, to spend some time with this person and say, really, how much good is that doing you? I mean, seriously, you could be miserable every day the rest of your life over the past, or you could let it go. I mean, it, it it's so much in your control. And again, we're going to talk about some ways to pull out of it in a minute. Just own today. Do you think you spend a lot of grumpy time thinking about the past or worrying about the future? Is that one that definitely sucks the joy from your life to some extent? Uh, Nicole, do you want to talk about the last one? Yeah, so this is, this is controversial and hard to hear. So, again, just have that open mind. There are a lot of us, and, you know, Kim and I find ourselves, we've been in here to get, you know, together and, and alone, even now, relationship, choosing to be unhappy because it benefits you in some way. Now, this is hard to hear because we think of unhappiness as something that we want to instantly reject and we want to fix. But sometimes being unhappy actually gets us attention and sympathy, and it might even serve as an excuse of getting out of things. So is this something that you find yourself doing? Maybe you have a victim story you keep telling um, everybody or you keep telling yourself or that you're holding on to. This is hard to admit, but a lot of us do have some payoffs. And, and I have to tell you that this is something we see so much in, in the work that we do with marriage, Kim, in our office, is there is some, one party, one person in the marriage that just has a hard done by story and the other person can't do anything to change it. And I'm so sorry that 21 years ago I didn't put the bins out and, you know, you're still making me punish, you know, feel punished by it. 
So this is a big one. You have to let stuff go and, and get out of those stories yourself. Nicole, one of the places that I see a, this show up a lot is on social media. I, I see people who are going through difficult things and every day they're, they're posting about how miserable and how bad it is. And, and, and I can feel underneath it that there, this is a way to get sympathy love. And some of us are so empty for some love and attention and to know that people care about us that this being unhappy and miserable is really serving us on some level because it's earning us that sympathy love. And, and, and we just want you to, again, step back today and say, is there any benefits that showing up in my life from my being unhappy? What, what could I possibly be getting from it? And if there is some benefits there, we want to look at those. And then we want to ask the question, okay, so there's an upside, but what's the cost? What do, you, what do you think the cost is of being unhappy all the time and dwelling in that victim story or, or all this hard done by stuff? And, and I'll tell you, one of the things that costs you is people's respect. And ouch, I mean, that, that can hurt to hear, but people may feel sorry for you, but they don't respect you and feel sorry for you at the same time. And so you, and get, so, you yeah. get a choice with this is that am I going to accept that sympathy love, which is less than I deserve, and it's the only thing that's really on offer because I am having this unbalanced behavior where I'm, I'm, you know, playing these victim cards or playing in these old stories, or I can really deserve and step into what it is that I deserve in my relationships and say, hey, I want authentic love. I want the real deal. So I'm going to drop this unbalanced behavior and actually show up in a better place, be responsible and self-confident and work with my stuff and and be really accountable because that's the kind of love I want in my relationships. Oh, yeah. So write down for a minute, what would a more positive, happy attitude about life get you? What would you get if you showed up that way? And see if you can think of some of the benefits that would show up in your life if you could really choose a more positive outlook and pull yourself out of being unhappy all the time. I bet you'd have more friends. I bet people would want to spend more time with you. There's a lot of wonderful benefits that, that come when you make that shift. Absolutely. And if this is something that you are thinking, gosh, you know, I've got a little bit of work to do. I'm not as happy as I'd like to be. My confidence needs some work. You may want to consider joining our inner circle. So our inner circle is actually a group a 12-shaped community of coaching uh, clients who actually work with us every single week. It's completely anonymous. It's completely safe. Uh, and, and your stories stay your own. But we actually coach you through and hold your hand every single week through life coaching calls. So this may be something that you are ready to jump into because you love Relationship Radio and you're thinking, yep, I need to start doing more of this work. So for only $29 a month, you can actually come and work with Kim and I every single week. And all the details are at 12shapes.com to learn more. Awesome. So Nicole, we have to go to a break, but when we come back, we are going to give you the tools and skills to get happier and make your relationships better. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with Relationship Radio with Nicole and Kim. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Are you a fan of Relationship Radio? Are you ready to take your relationships to the next level? Perhaps you are still struggling with relationships in your life or struggling with your self-confidence or some negative thinking. We can assist you. Our Shape Up Coaching Program is available to our listeners all over the world. We offer private one-on-one coaching, group coaching, and family group sessions where we teach you about your shapes and how to really strengthen, build, and nurture each of your relationships. Discover how to resolve conflict, how to overcome fear of confrontation, and really work on your self-esteem like never before. For information about your coaching options, or if you're interested in becoming a certified coach to work with Kim and Nicole, send us an email, info at 12shapes.com. Become a member of voiceamerica.com. It's easy, and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. 
Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit voiceamerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Relationship Radio. To reach Nicole Cunningham and Kim Giles or their guest today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, please send it to info at 12shapes.com. Now back to Relationship Radio. Welcome back. You with Nicole and Kim giving you all the insights as to how to create happier and healthier relationships for yourself today. So let's get back into what we can do to actually get out of these unhealthy behaviors that really cost us happiness in our relationships. All right. So where I want to go first is the, the first problem that pulls you out of unhappiness that we talked about in our last segment was the fear of not being good enough. And we really believe this is the number one reason you're not happy and your relationships are struggling is because you're so afraid you're not enough. And we've done a whole show on this. If you if you get back on iTunes and, and we, we talk about it in depth, but there is a simple belief that you have in your subconscious programming that is the reason you're afraid you're not good enough. And it's simply the belief that your value as a human being and all of our value can change. That you believe if you could just lose weight or make more money or, or find a boyfriend or whatever it is, that your value would go up and you could finally feel good about yourself. Or, but the problem is if you believe your value can go up, you also believe it can go down. And that means if you gain weight or lose your job or whatever it is for you, you can feel less than other people. And because you have this belief that value can change, you also believe some human beings have more value than other human beings. And folks, if this is your belief, you will always be afraid you're not enough because no matter how hard you try to improve yourself, you're going to find people out there that look like they're ahead of you. Right, Nicole? Yeah. So the way that this translates into relationships is interesting because ultimately if both parties in the marriage or in the relationship is trying to earn value, they'll also project that onto each other, which means that, you know what, if I come over to your house and I clean up the kitchen or I make your meal or I make the bed or I do your washing, well, then I should be in the good books. But if you don't vacuum and wash my car and fill it with fuel on the weekend, then ultimately I feel like you don't love me as much. And so we slide these scales around earning this value and earning this love in our relationships just as equally, Kim. We do. Okay, so the cure to this is to change your policy about the value of all human beings. And you really, to make this work, you've got to change it across the board that all human beings have the exact same intrinsic value. And that value is infinite and absolute. It cannot change. It cannot go up. You cannot be better than anyone else. You cannot have more value than anyone else. But that also means you can't be less than anyone else. It means no matter what you do, no matter what you look like today, no matter whether you have a job or a relationship or how you're doing, you always still have the same value as every other human being. And I promise you, Nicole and I have been working with this for 15 years with clients all over the world. When you start to change that belief across the board, your fear of not being good enough is going to go down and your happiness is going to go up and your relationships are going to be so much better. But it's a very individual decision that you have to make all day, every day, every time a comparing thought shows up. Every time you trip in public and look stupid, you've got to remind yourself that my value is the same as everybody else. Nicole, you've really also brought this in to, with your children and, and made this the language in your home, which I know is huge. 
Yeah, yeah, I think um, it's been such an essential part because I do have, um, you know, a daughter with special needs and, and it's it's great for all families, but it, it's been particularly relevant for us to not compare apples with apples. And I think that all of us d- don't like being compared. And if, if we're talking about dating as well, I don't like being com- compared to somebody's ex. So really, we've actually got to claim that value and see everybody as individual and unique, but having the same value so that then we're actually not going to be constantly engaging in this sliding scale and making comparisons all the time that's unhealthy in all of our relationships. Yeah, Nicole, I want to share with everybody maybe a a way that I would use this in a personal relationship. So on occasion, your partner might criticize you or might be mad at you or or be bothered that you did something wrong. And in that moment, it's going to trigger that fear of failure and you're going to do one of two things. You're either going to get defensive angry, or you're going to lash back and you're going to take a shot at them and and something that they do wrong. And those are the ego reactions that are in our subconscious programming. When we get attacked, we immediately either go on the defensive to protect ourselves. We want to stay away from that person or we're going to attack back. And I just want you to imagine if in that moment, your, your spouse criticizes you or, or, you know, throws that poison dart of judgment at you that you quickly remind yourself that no matter what they say, no matter what we're going through today, I still have the same value as they do and the same value as everybody else. I'm actually safe. This is just an interesting classroom thing that's happening in my marriage today. And when I remember that my value isn't affected by this, I have more capacity to say, babe, tell me more about this. What, where, what? Tell me what's going on with you, and and really find out what is driving this attack. Because a lot of the time, people's bad behavior is really about their fears about themselves. It's not really about you, and and it gives you the capacity to say, are you okay? Which changes the complete dynamic in that relationship if we can have compassion for each other instead of lashing back. Does that make sense, Nicole? Oh, 100%. So listen, before the, the break, we're talking about how to get out of all of this frustration and disappointment when life hasn't gone the way you wanted, how to get out of the worry about the future and the past that sucks the joy from your journey. So we've got a, an amazing technique to bring more happiness into your life, and it involves choosing to see your life as a classroom. And what this means is that you and the universe together moment by moment, are creating the perfect classroom journey for you. So I mentioned earlier that I had a client, Nicole, yesterday that was really in a lot of angst over all these choices she made in her past that she was afraid were the wrong ones. And the real answer to pull her out of all that unhappiness is to make the choice to trust God, the universe, her journey, whatever that is for you, that every choice you made was the perfect classroom for you. And you never can be off track. You can't take a road that you're not meant to be on because if you made that choice, then that was your perfect classroom choice to to go down. And the more that you can trust the universe that you're always going to get your perfect classroom, the less you fear loss. So when things don't go your way, When you get disappointed, you're disappointed in your partner, you're disappointed in life, you can step back from it and say, okay, why might this be happening for me? What is the perfect in this less than ideal situation in that it could teach me something? It could make me stronger, wiser, or more loving. If you can choose to trust that life doesn't happen to you, it happens for you, it will get completely get rid of all of this loss and worry and fear and angst. This is so freeing, Kim, to be able to do this. And I think that being able to give this to our partner is particularly important because we are going to experience things when we're in relationship and going down the road together where somebody didn't do what you thought they would or that you made a decision together and the outcome wasn't what you expected. So gifting this to each other and really claiming it for yourself reduces the worry and enables you to trust more and, and really making a decision about letting that go. Oh, I love that. That that makes such a big difference in our relationships. And I'm realizing, Nicole, I've had a friend 
that I know is listening to the show today that had had disappointed me a few times recently. And, and I had some fear of loss and mistreatment happen. But when those things happen and you can trust that maybe this is exactly perfect and, and recognize it's, it's a choice either way. There's no way to know for sure if this is the way your life is supposed to be today or if it's not. It's all perspective. But the fact of the matter is you're going to choose a perspective about what happens you, to you today no matter what. You're either going to choose choose a loss perspective where you feel taken from, or you're going to choose a trust perspective that everything is okay as it is for some reason. And if you can give that to your friends and partners, you take so much pressure and a lot of those unwritten contracts off the table. It's beautiful improvement to relationships, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Do you want to talk about the third thing we can do? Yeah. So I think a lot of us who are who are very, you know, conscientious, and we we want our life to be a certain way, and maybe some of us who have a little bit of control issues, Kim, we like to be in charge of things because we're sensitive to what other people think. Now we all deal with the fear of judgment at some level, all of the shapes, and so it makes no sense that we actually give other people this much power over our life. However, this sensitivity to judgment or the thoughts or idea that's in somebody's head can actually really change not only how we feel about ourselves, but also how we interact with our spouse. So what I always say here in terms of relationships is give your spouse, give your partner, give whoever you're in relationship with five quirks. We're all allowed five quirks, Kim. You know what? I don't eat bananas. bananas. I don't eat tomatoes. I can't do the washing up when there's all kinds of pieces of food in it. Um, but you know what? I'll change the kitty litter and, you know, I can't fix a car engine. Give me that one. And I snore. Give me that one too. There's my five, right? Let's just hands down. They're my five. And you know what? Just never bring them up again. Now let's talk about your five. And doing that means that we're not actually going to get into judgment. So this is judgment of others and also about other people judging ourselves. We're all allowed quirks, Kim. Oh, I love that. Nicole, I've never heard you talk about that one before. There were all allowed five quirks. That's, that is brilliant. You're amazing. Really good but stuff. The, the um, whole reason, though, with this, um, is just to finish this thought, Kim, the reason this is important is because when we are in this fear of judgment, we tend to get that holier-than-now fear of failure that places that other person as a villain. And you know what? You may not put your socks outside the bathroom or, you know, pee on the toilet floor, you know, and miss the bowl. You know, I might not do that. But you know what? I do other things. And I think being able to see ourselves in our own quirks helps us to be able to forgive with others. Oh, it totally does. Um, Nicole, I think we also need to hit really quick the the worrying about what other people think even outside of your, your family or your partnership. I had a client recently that her family is so irritated because her main focus in life is keeping up appearances for the neighbors and the friends and making sure they all think she's perfect. And so often that means her behavior is all about managing perceptions and it's not about showing up for her family. And she, she was quick to recognize with me that her fear of what other people think of her is so stressful. It sucks so much joy from her life that it makes her grumpy all the time too. And, and it's interesting when we really step back and look at this idea of, of what power does other people's opinions really have over you? What does it do? One of my favorite quotes uh, comes from Julian Smith. And, and he said, judgment and fear from other people will never stop, but they actually don't do anything either. Oh, I love that. The, it's it is true. It's the power we give it, isn't it? It's not the power it has. It's the power we give it. Absolutely. And and isn't that interesting to sit back and go, you know what, no matter what they think, no matter what they say about me, it doesn't change me. I'm still the same me. My family still loves me. It literally makes no difference. It doesn't change anything. And, it, and if we can get really clear about that, and again, bring in that I have the same value as everybody else, no matter what, no matter what these people think, there's really no threat in play at all about other people's judgment or what they think of you. And if we can just get out of that, we'll be happier. We'll have more love to focus on our family and the, and the people in our life. 
For sure. Do you want to talk about number four? Yeah. Let's get into this one because this is one that we bring up a lot here in the show. And that is focus on everything that you're grateful for. Now, even in the hardest of moments, and we've all been there in our relationships where we've laid in bed and stared at the ceiling and thought, what is next? How do I do this? We can still find blessings to count in our life. And I think even amongst the stress and the chaos, we have to learn internally ourselves to be accountable to reach for these things. So what can you be focusing on to be grateful for every day? List these blessings out. You have so many reasons to be smiling and be happy, even in the face of what is dissatisfied stuff at the moment. Reach for it. It's your job to do it. Oh, it's all about your focus, isn't it? I mean, you could wake up every morning and focus on all the things you're worried about or that aren't right, and you could be miserable all day, or you can get up and and focus on what's right in your life and what you have to be grateful for. It's completely up to you, and it will make all the difference in your relationships because when you show up grateful and happy, you have love to give. When you show up feeling taken from and miserable and unhappy and ungrateful, you really have nothing to give a partner in your relationship. You're not even capable of love. So it makes all the difference. Before we go to a break, Kim, I just want to hit a few more points if can. And that is, I think happiness can, we can make a decision around this is the person I want to be. This is what the person I want to be for myself. This is what I want to be as a parent. I want to be the happy person in my marriage. I think when we choose to see ourselves as a happy person and actually create a policy, make a decision that this is who I'm going to be, I think it's easier for us to reach for it all the time. Oh, I love that. Nicole, you know what? I decided many, many years ago, I want to be so fun to be married to. I want to be so fun that my partner thinks it is a blast to be with me. And that that's about committing to a happy character, right? And being spontaneous, adventurous, positive, flexible, easygoing, and fun. And just fun. Make life more play and more joy. And, and anybody can do this if we just choose it. I agree with that. And I think this is something that we have to be accountable of every day. So what are you in your current relationship? Are you the grump or are you the happy one? All right. So, guys, we have to go to another break. We're going to take a quick commercial break. We're going to be back. We have a lot more great tools and skills to share with you. You're with Nicole and Kim on Relationship Radio. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Are you a fan of Relationship Radio? Are you ready to take your relationships to the next level? Perhaps you are still struggling with relationships in your life or struggling with your self-confidence or some negative thinking. We can assist you. Our Shape Up Coaching Program is available to our listeners all over the world. We offer private one-on-one coaching, group coaching, and family group sessions where we teach you about your shapes and how to really strengthen, build, and nurture each of your relationships. Discover how to resolve conflict, how to overcome fear of confrontation, and really work on your self-esteem like never before. For information about your coaching options, or if you're interested in becoming a certified coach to work with Kim and Nicole, send us an email, info at 12shapes.com. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Relationship Radio. To reach Nicole Cunningham and Kim Giles or their guest today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, please send it to info at 12shapes.com. Now back to Relationship Radio. Welcome back. You're with Nicole and Kim. We're talking all things healthy and happier relationships today. I hope if you've been listening to us already, you've taken a whole bunch of notes. Uh, There's really some great stuff in here that I think a lot of us, Kim, need to be reminded uh, with all the time because we do want to be the happy person in all of our relationships. Absolutely. I mean, 
that's what makes life worth living, right? Absolutely makes it makes brings out the joy. And that's what we're after. So, Nicole, often we have listeners that submit questions and topics that they'd like to hear us talk about on Relationship Radio. And if you have a question or a topic that you would like to send us, you can send us an email at info at 12shapes.com. And we, we love to get those. We did have a question that kind of prompted our show today. Uh, a listener wrote in and said, life is not a happy place in our home right now. Our marriage is not great. I'm struggling at work. And I can't say I've even felt a shred of happiness all week this week. Do you have any suggestions when someone is just unhappy with life in general? And and that really did prompt us to want to do the show. Uh, and, and one of the things I want to share with you today, one of my favorite things that I learned from Tony Robbins is he says there's six basic needs that we all have in order to feel happy and fulfilled in life. And so I want to talk about these six basic needs, and I'm telling you, they're going to surprise you. I I, th- I think they're very counterintuitive a little bit, um, but really, really truth. So the first thing we all need is certainty. And and really, it's it's that sense of safety or security that takes away from fear. And we've talked about that today, talking about trusting that your value can't change. That's that's a, a level of certainty that will take a lot of fear out of your life. So that's the first one. The second thing that we all need to feel happy, according to Tony Robbins, is uncertainty. And it's uncertainty that keeps life exciting and keeps you from getting bored. And that one totally surprised me. Did it surprise you, Nicole? Uh, yeah, and I'm thinking of shapes who will be listening to you talking about this right now who are going to say, no, 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 my life does not need uncertainty. I hate uncertainty. I do everything to control my life and my environment. Uncertainty does not have a place in my life. And those people are diamonds and arrows and ovals because we like certainty. We like safety, security a lot. And then there's other shapes that literally love uncertainty, like circles. Um, I think I think arrows to some degree, we get bored. We would get totally bored if everything was just always not exciting. Right? I agree, but I like it when it's exciting according to me. I don't necessarily <laughs> like it when things happen to me. I like to be the instigator of change. <laughs> I always thought, though, uh, you know, life could be too boring. That is definitely an issue for me. I, I like to shake it up. So I, I think it's interesting that maybe... We need a little challenge. If, if things were too certain, there wouldn't be challenge. And I think you would get bored without challenge. Oh, completely. Look at the change I create for myself constantly, for sure. Now, I love sure. this. I love this list. The next one, I think, is so validating. Uh, Tony Robbins says that significance, you have to feel that you matter. So make that a job today in every one of your relationships. Make sure that the person you love, the person that you're in relationship with, makes make them feel ma- like they matter. Make them know that you see them, you validate them, that you everything they do is acknowledged by you. We want to feel significant. We do. I, I always say everybody in every relationship wants to feel admired, appreciated, respected, and wanted. And all of those go into that significance. If If you can give that to your partner every day, every week, make them feel admired, respected, appreciated, and wanted, you will have good a good relationship for sure. Yeah. I just have to tell you, one of my first clients when I got here to, uh, to Utah two and a half years ago, he told me about his morning routine, how he goes to the gym, and then as he's shaving and having a shower in the morning, he thinks of his wife, and he says, what can I do to make my, her, her life and her day better today? And she's, he's done that for every single year of their 11-year marriage. And I remember sitting with this client going, where have you been my whole life? I mean, seriously, a man who has that amount of investment in his marriage, I mean, it was just absolutely staggering. And I've used that as, as you know, with other clients and, and inspiration for other men that I've coached to say, you know what, there are men out there who do it. And women, we have to do it too. Oh, right. I mean, how all of us would be so happy to just know that someone actually took the time every day to say, what can I do to make her feel 
loved or special or or important to me today. And and if both of you do that, you're going to have a great relationship. I love it. Yeah. Okay, the the fourth one that we all need to be happy is love and connection with other people. And it's not all about getting, it's really about giving too. It's a chance to love someone. Uh, I got a, another letter from a reader this week who is a single man, lives alone, doesn't have any family in the state. And, and he was saying, you know, he's really struggling to be happy because he has, he doesn't have a lot of friends and, and connection with people. And one of the things that he did is he went and got a dog. And, and that has filled up so much of this one in his life that he's got someone to love every day. So I, I think that could be a great way to get that. Yeah, so this is an interesting one when it comes to the shapes on the people line. And I just want to spend a moment here, if I can, Kim, that octagons, circles, and hearts, they need more connection. They need more love. They need more touch. They really have that needs. And sometimes that need can be almost a bit of a burden and, and an insatiable part to the spouse who's in a relationship with one of these shapes. So I think this is an important time to say that ultimately, regardless of our shape, but particularly if you are those shapes and you you know that you have a strong need, not just want, but need for love and connection with the people you love, you've got to be taking accountability to fill your own bucket up as well as pouring into and receiving that from your spouse. Oh, yeah. Wonderful. Thank you. Okay. So, so far we've got certainty, uncertainty, significance, love. Number five is growth or self-improvement. There's got to be a part of us that's learning new things, that, that's stretching and continuing to, to feel the measure of our creation. I, I think you're not alive. You're, you're not really going to have a fulfilled life unless you're constantly growing. What do you think? I 100% agree. And so that can be learning a new hobby. You know, I'm going to learn how to longboard this summer because it's going to teach me about growing and tenacity and getting back up and putting band-aids on, you know. This is we, there's lots of ways we can challenge ourselves every day to grow. So what are you reading? What are you listening to? Hopefully you listen to Relationship Radio a few times a week. We've got, you know, a lot of episodes there that you can go back and really nourish this part of you because it then starts to overflow and spill into every one of your relationships. And, you know, if you're not doing that and you recognize that you're really not that happy with yourself and your life, this may be why. This may be the whole reason that you've got to start finding ways to enrich your own life through growth and learning and, and, and just becoming a different and better version of yourself all the time. I think it's key to happiness, a really important one. So last, number six is contribution. And what he meant was service, trying to make a difference in the world, doing something in the world that matters. And if you don't have an outlet for that in your life right now, we would really encourage you to go find one. Volunteer at a soup kitchen, visit children in the hospital, work for uh, Habitat for Humanity. I, I We've got a good friend who keeps posting pictures on Facebook of, of her out working on these houses. And I think, oh, look how happy she looks. This kind of service makes us happy. And Nicole, I've noticed over the years with a lot of, especially your teen clients, you make them do this, find this, because you know this is a way to really get them engaged in life again. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah, I think ultimately we can feel very powerless when we look at our own circumstances and we and we want things to change faster than they do or we wish things were different. But when we step into the lives of other people, we have the ability to make an impact. And I think feeling that helps us feel good, not just the warm and fuzzies, but ultimately makes us feel like we're making progress. We're achieving something in some way. And so a big part of the strategy of all of the teen work that I've done for so many years is to actually engage them connect them with something that they are aligned to, that they feel motivated by. It teaches them all kinds of life skills and generosity, but time management, getting up and putting other people first, so important. Um, and, and I think this is something that as parents, we should be starting to implement service projects, the idea that, you know, we're going to serve our elderly neighbors and we're going to mow them lawns and we're going to take them dinner once a month. There's a lot that we can do in our communities to make a contribution and get out of our own way. You know, I also want to say if, if you're out there and you feel like you don't have enough connection, you don't have friends, you you don't 
feel like you you you've got people in your life. You don't feel you maybe you don't feel significant. Um, maybe you're not growing. You may be able to find all of those things in an opportunity to serve. You go find a place to volunteer. You're going to make friends there. You're going to feel connection with people. You're going to grow and you're going to feel like you're doing something that matters. So if this piece is missing from your life, go find the right solution for you. And Nicole, one of the fun exercises that we do a lot with our coaching clients, we do a brainstorming exercise and and the the key to it is that you can't stop brainstorming until you come up with 50 solutions. And so I love to get a client who feels unhappy, life is not fulfilled, to take these six things that we talked about today and, and sit down and brainstorm out, how could I make more contribution? What else could I do to have more growth, to learn or improve? What are things I've always wanted to learn to do? You, you can make a long list of just those. Uh, what are ways that I can make more connection, make friends, meet people? I've recently discovered not only meetup groups online, which are everywhere, and there's a meetup group for any kind of interest you might possibly have, but also the events on Facebook is a great place to go. You can tell Facebook to show you everything going on in your community today. And there's a million things you could go do to, to connect with people and make a difference. And, and those things are all around us. A lot of times we're stuck in unhappiness because we just don't know how to get out. And so we want you to know that there are solutions. There are solutions all around you. And the big part here is that you have the power to change it. So get out there, get into your community, get into some help, some help, self-help stuff, read uh, some good books, listen to relationship radio, join in a circle. If you need some more accountability, you need some handholding. That's exactly what we're here for. Work with Kim and I every single week. Really make this a time to really nourish and work on your relationships because what you pour into yourself overflows into all of those relationships and I think that's really our core message from today's show Kim is that happiness is actually uh, it's a one-stop shop it's about you filling your own bucket but if you want to improve your relationships we have to start with us first we do so those basics of changing the way you determine your own value and trusting the universe and the journey those are the key foundation that's going to start to get you stable enough that you can really feel that happiness and access your love. Hey, Nicole, before we go away, I just wanted to mention about our 12 Shapes community, our inner circle, that now that we've had the inner circle going for a couple months, there is so much amazing content in our vault. And if you love Relationship Radio, for as little as $29 a month, you guys, you get everything that Nicole and I offer and that chance to interact with us every week on a, on a more private call. So please go visit 12shapes.com. If you haven't taken the survey, go and do it so you know what shape you are. And then check out all the information about the Inner Circle because we would love to have you with us there. All right, we've run out of time again today. Thank you so much for joining us here on Relationship Radio. We really hope today created a lot of value for you. Join us again next week for more relationship skills and advice so you can know better and do better. Thank you for being a part of Relationship Radio. We hope you've not only received some great ideas to improve the relationships in your life, but we'll join Master Coaches Nicole Cunningham and Kim Giles again next Thursday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we meet again, have a wonderful week.